0: All right, so we had talked about how a lot of the things that Jesus did that week, during Holy Week, and... And it was really fun. <laughs> well, it wasn't that fun, because he knew he was about to die, and the Jewish leaders were getting really mad at him. It was a cool story, that's why I said fun. Oh, okay, sure. So, when it got to be uh, almost time for him to die, on Thursday, in the evening, When it was now time for the Passover, Jesus told his disciples, I've earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. He wanted to have supper with them before he suffered for them. Suffered. Yeah. Suffered. So he told them to go to the upper room that was prepared. Yeah. Here's the place where we're going to have a supper. Go there, you'll find a room ready get everything we need for the feast. So that's what they needed for the feast, for, for the Passover. They needed a lamb, and they would cook it, and they would cook it with bitter herbs, and they would cook it with unleavened bread, and then they also drank wine with it. So they went into that upper room, and Jesus told the disciples a lot of things that night. We're gonna hear some of those things, we've already heard some of them in our readings during the Easter season, and we're gonna hear some more this, this Sunday where he talks about how he's going to give them peace and joy by giving them his word. He tells them that he's going to leave them for a little while and that they're going to weep and lament because he's talking about how he would die. Then he says, you'll see me again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you because he would live. And if Jesus lives and if Jesus' resurrection is our joy, then that's a joy that no one can take away because nothing can change the fact that Jesus lives or what that means for us. Well, the disciples basically understood nothing of what he said, and he knew that, and he was like, it's all right, because after I rise from the dead, then you're going to understand. So he told them all these things. He told them that one of them was going to betray him, and the disciples said, is it I, Lord? Is it I? Who is it? And Jesus said to one of the disciples, it is the one whom I will take this bread and dip it in the dish with. They had dishes with sauce and he dipped the bread in the one for <coughs> Judas, the one that he knew was going to betray him. And he said to him, What you do, do quickly. And Judas left. Well, then Jesus had the Lord's Supper with them. During that meal, he took some bread and broke it and gave to them and said, This is my body. What does that mean? Samara, if he tells them this bread is my body, what does he mean? Jesus takes the bread and he gives it to them to eat and he says, This is my body. What does he mean? He means that it's my body. He means exactly what he says, right? He means this is my body. He wasn't telling a parable. Jesus sometimes told parables, but when he was telling parables, he told them that he was telling parables. This time he said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you, because he was going to give his body into death for them. And then he took the wine and he gave it to them and he said, this is my blood, which is shed for you. Do you think that the bread tasted like a person's body? No, it just tastes like bread. Do you think that the wine tasted like blood? No, it just tasted like wine, but it still was Jesus' body and blood and is, because we still do this at church all the time, right? You don't, yet because you're a kid and we have to be a little older so we can understand some more things. So after he had the supper with them they sang a song and then they went out to the garden of gethsemane where he wanted to go and pray and he asked three of the disciples peter james and john <coughs> to go and pray with him do you think that they prayed with him uh-huh. unfortunately they did not they did not they were very tired and they fell asleep Sometimes when Daddy is preaching, he notices that there are some people who are asleep in church. Sometimes that happens. (laughs) I was. One time I was. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of you, but I just realized that sometimes it happens to you. Well, that's because we're humans, and sometimes even when we want to try, we just can't help falling asleep. The disciples should have known better, but they were tired and they were sad and jesus would go away and pray and then he'd come and he'd say why are you guys sleeping couldn't you stay awake with me for a little while and pray with me and then he would go away and pray and he'd come back and they were asleep again and then he went away and prayed and he came back and they were asleep again three times they fell asleep and when jesus was praying what do you think he was praying for yeah but he was also praying this he said father if, the, if it's possible, he said, let this cup pass from me. Meaning everything he was about to go through, he knew he was going to suffer and die on the cross. And he, was, and he knew how hard it was going to be and how terrible it was going to be. And he was saying, if it's possible, if there's another way to save the world, let me not have to do this. But then every time he said, not my will, but your will be done, he was trusting in the Father's will and then he went out to go and be arrested and eventually crucified. Wait, why he was did that for us. Who was arrested? Well, Jesus got arrested by the, by the enemies. His enemies that wanted to put him to death. They we would they came to that garden to arrest him. No, they didn't arrest him. Jesus did not get arrested. No, he, he did get arrested. They no, arrested he did him. Not. He did not get arrested. He did he not did. get arrested. But no, get... he did not. He did not get arrested. Samara, let me tell you about it. He went out. They went to the garden. They were already in the garden. But then after Jesus was done praying, he said, come, my betrayer is at hand. Because remember how he knew that Judas was going to betray him. Because Judas, when he left earlier, he went and got the soldiers from the chief priests to come and arrest Jesus. Because they had been wanting to take him so they could put him to death. They'd been wanting to do that all week. But they were afraid that the people would be angry. So they didn't want to do it when there were a bunch of people around. So they needed to know where he was going to be when there wouldn't be people around. And Judas said, I can show you where he's going to be when there's not going to be any people around. And he told them he was going to be in the Garden of Gethsemane praying. So that's where they came, the soldiers with their swords and their clubs and their chains. And Judas brought them there. And when Jesus saw him, he said, "Uh, do you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? Because Judas came up to him and kissed him on, probably on the cheek, maybe on the mouth, I don't really know. He had told the soldiers, the one I kiss, that's the guy. And then Jesus looked at the soldiers and he said, who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And he said, I am. And they all fell on the ground. And then they stood up. And he said, who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And he says, I told you that I am. So if you're looking for me, let these men go. So they arrested Jesus. After he proved to them that he had power so that they couldn't arrest him, if he didn't want to let them, he let them arrest him. Oh, but also before that, Peter tried to stop them. He drew his sword and attacked one of the soldiers and cut off his ear. But then Jesus told Peter to put his sword away and healed the man's ear. So Jesus showed that he was going on his own, willingly. So he let them arrest him, even though they never could have if he didn't want them to. And then the disciples were afraid and they ran away. We'll learn more about that next time. He got arrested. He literally did. He, because he let them arrest him. But they ran away. No, no. The disciples ran away. The soldiers didn't run away. We just had, we, had, we just had Judas pulling a trick on Jesus, didn't we? But Jesus actually knew about it. Okay, so remember, they came to arrest Jesus. Samara thought... Samara disagreed with that, but she kept saying, no, they didn't. But they actually did. No, they did. didn't. No, they didn't. They did. Why did you think that they couldn't have arrested Jesus? Because he was. Because. Because he what? He, he would escape. He has before, hasn't he? he if he wanted to. Yeah, one time a, crowd wanted to, time a crowd wanted to throw him off a cliff. And he just walked through the middle of them. Because he was like, Jesus, out. This isn't Jesus' time to die. Please. Yeah, he just walked right through. How did Jesus show them that they could not take him if he didn't want them to? Um, like he could disappear. Well, no, what did he do before they arrested him, after Judas betrayed him? What did he do that showed them that he was going on his own, he was going willingly, that they couldn't do it to him if he didn't want them to? He. That's one thing he did when Peter cut off Malchus's ear. Jesus healed the ear, right? And he didn't like, He did. Yeah, um, the um, the Jews' leaders saw when they tried to kill Jesus the other times. So he um, and then he was and he was like on, and then but this time he's like. Yeah, and this time also he asked them, "Who are you looking for?" Yeah, yeah. He did not go to jail. That, down that was, down. was one of the things. That Right. So he said, "Who are you looking for?" And what did they say? Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth, meaning from Nazareth. That's the town he grew up in. And then what did he say? I am. I am. am. And what then happened? Then they like. They all fell over. And then the next time he let them take him. Right. (laughs) All right. So after they took him, they arrested him. They put chains on him, and they took him away. To the chief priests and they had a trial. And it was in a legal trial. And they had people And the legal in a legal trial means like, okay, a trial is when some body of government that has the authority to judge certain cases holds a trial. When they hold a trial where there's like a supposed to be like a judge and there's supposed to be like people who are accusing the person, and then he's supposed to have a chance to defend himself. The trials have to follow laws. And the Jews had a council called the Sanhedrin, which was supposed to judge religious issues. And they had rules. And one of the rules had to do with when they were allowed to call a trial and how long there had to be before the trial could be started and things like that, and they did not follow their rules because they didn't care about the law. You can tell they didn't care about the law because they also paid people to lie about Jesus in their trials. Why would they do that? Why would they have a trial and accuse somebody of breaking the law and then break the law themselves? Because um, they really wanted that man to go to prison. They didn't just want Jesus to go to prison. They wanted to kill him. And they didn't care whether they were breaking the law. Because they were hypocrites. You have heard that word before? You know that song? I don't wanna be a hypocrite. You remember that? Mm-hmm. A hypocrite is somebody who accuses other people of doing something while they're doing it themselves. Jesus is-, Jesus is not a hypocrite. That's yeah. correct. And Jesus also did not die forever, he raised That's effort. true. Okay, so they accused him, and the main thing that they accused him of. Was blasphemy. Do you know what blasphemy means? Uh, No idea. Blasphemy means either insulting God or like cursing God or claiming that you are God. So if I said, I am God, would that be blasphemy? Yes, it would be because I am not, in fact, God, right? you, that would still be blasphemy. I, don't, I know it's blasphemy, but... I Even, you should not be silly about God's name, right? Uh Because it says, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Being silly about God's name is taking it in vain. That's, For instance, that's why we say not to do things like say, oh my God, when something surprises you or when something is funny. Because that's using God's name in a silly way. That's, that's not good. That's breaking in the second commandment. No. Oh. I yeah. That That's what I've been telling you. Yeah, I don't know where you learned that. Maybe at school? She, so no, I asked not Sometimes no. she, said, she says OMG. And yeah, is the OMG's kind of the same thing. It's, you can say, oh my goodness. You could say, oh my socks. Oh my dad. Oh my dad. Oh my yeah. Kid. Oh my darling. What? Oh my darling. Oh my darling Clementine. Oh yeah. my Oma. <laughs> sure. But don't, don't use God's name in a silly or pointless oh way. Kids. She is. My grandma did not see it, though. You did, but you don't remember it. She held you when you were a baby. Shh. You were a zero, <laughs> I was, and I was like... Yeah. Moving on. They accuse Jesus of blasphemy. Do you know why they claim? Jesus? Did Jesus ever, like, use God's name in a silly way? Did he ever say bad things about God? No. No. Did he say that he was God? Of course he did. Many times he did. Was it blasphemy when he said that he was God? Why not? Because he actually actually was and is, right? So they accused him of blasphemy for saying he was the son of God. They got him to say it. Most of the time, he didn't answer their questions at all because the scripture said he would go like a lamb to the slaughter. But finally... They asked him a question and he responded that yes, he was the son of the most high God. And then they accused him of blasphemy and they tore their robes and then they took counsel. That means they they got together and they schemed how they could put him to death because they weren't allowed to put him to death. So they needed to go to Pontius Pilate. They needed to go to the Roman governor to put him to death. But guess what? If they went to the Roman governor and said, hey, Jesus said he was the son of God, let's put him to death. The Roman governor would say, get lost. I don't care. That's not a crime against Rome. You guys deal with it. Actually, that's exactly what he said at first. You guys deal with it. Because he could tell this was like a religious thing. So they knew that they needed to come up with a different charge. (laughs) So they knew they had to come up with a different charge. So they were being uh, disingenuous still. They were being hypocrites. They didn't care. They were just looking for a way to kill Jesus. And of course, that's not very nice. And we'll learn more about how that happened with Pilate next time. But again, uh, Jesus showed that he was going willingly because he easily could have escaped as he had before. He easily could have, they were trying to trap him in what he was saying so that they'd accuse him of something. They'd been trying to do that for years and every time they tried, he made them look foolish by preaching the truth. He never schemed or tricked like they did. He was always genuine, proclaiming what was really true. And he was so he knew God's word so well and he was so wise that he could do that while escaping from the traps they set for him and showing them how they were wrong. But this time, he didn't do that. This time, he was silent while they accused him and then intentionally said just what they wanted him to say, because it was also true, knowing that it would mean that they would condemn him to death. Why did he do that, Samara? Why did he let them condemn him? Um, Because he took away from the dead and save us. That's right. He wanted to go die on the cross for us and then rise from the dead. Here's another question. The, pe- the pe- person who was judging him was the high priest. Do you know what the high priest did in the Old Testament? No. Well, one of the things they would do is they would take the sacrifice and bring it into the temple. Now, any of the priests could do that. They could take sacrifices and go into the temple. But the high priest especially brought a special sacrifice into the temple and went into the Holy of Holies on the Day of Atonement to make atonement for the people. Do you know what atonement is? means when you are at one at one put them together and you get atone so when two people were separated and then they're brought together that's atonement so they would make atonement they would take two goats they would speak the sins of the people over one and send it away into the wilderness then they would sacrifice the other one for the sins of the people and the high priest would bring its blood into the holy of holies to make atonement before god jesus was being judged by the high priest, but he was actually the true high priest. And what sacrifice did Jesus bring to make atonement? Yeah. Himself. self, himself. He sacrificed himself on the cross and then rose from the dead and went to the Father. And by going to the Father with his own blood, he was going into the true Holy of Holies. And that means that we can go there too. It means we can pray to God as our Father. And one day go to heaven with him. Is what? The Holy of Holies is, yeah, heaven, being with God. The Holy of Holies in the temple was a room that was a symbol of being in God's presence. And in a way, you're the Holy of Holies because God lives in your heart. What? You're completely holy because your sins are forgiven.